This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jabrukovsky, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success Podcast. If you're new to the show, I just want to say thank you for being here. We're all about you and actually you finding your why, making your vision an actual goal to know what to do every day and to get a little bit closer to your you know, life with success, happiness, love, whatever it is that you're looking for, we want to be there to help you. I know I can't do it myself and that's why I invite these amazing guests from all over the world sharing their stories, their failures, their successes. So you can kind of tap into that and, and you know, relate and find tools to, to get better. If you've been with us for a while, I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad we have listeners from all over the world. Uh, we love you guys and this is why we do it. Um, if you enjoyed our show or like what we do, please share it, give us a review. We wanna grow, wanna help more people. And in order to do that, we need to be a tribe. We need to work together. Today's guest is a very close friend of mine. His name is Adam Weber. I mean, he's an entrepreneur, a surfer, a podcaster, and just just a, a cool guy with, with the heart in the right place. And today's, mission for us is to talk about how to finish 2020 strong. I know it's been a challenging year for many of us, both mental, mentally, physically, and in many other ways. Uh, that being said, I don't want you to finish this year as a Netflix champion. I would prefer that you actually take some time, you know, to keep working on your goals or making some changes in your life that are important for you. And if you're on track on doing great this year, I applaud you, keep going. And, and, and this for you would be a, a great conversation for you to level up. Without further ado, let's welcome Adam Weber to the I Love Success podcast. Thank you, Peter. Such an honor to be here. Uh, and if you don't mind, I'd love to say something really quickly about Murphy's Law. Yeah. Are you familiar with Murphy's Law, the one that people have say when anything goes wrong, you know, it's like, if anything can go wrong, something will go wrong. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I was thinking about that the other day and now, right. We just kicked off. We tried to do a first take of this podcast and I had a power surge. Everything goes out. <laughs> it stops it from you. You're doing this live. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those things that happened the other day in a situation also. And the Murphy's law thing popped into my head and it was a negative in my mind. Like, oh man, I can't believe this is going wrong. But then I rethought about it and I'm like, wow, Murphy's law actually is a good thing because if something goes wrong, it can only go wrong if you're attempting something, if you're trying to do something, if you're pushing yourself forward, right? So if there's, if Murphy's law isn't happening, meaning something isn't going wrong in your life, it means you're probably not trying to do anything. So it, to me, it kind of works in a good way where when you are attempting hard things, different things, new things, things are going to go wrong, which means congratulations, Murphy's Law is happening. Like, all right, I'm actually attempting something here and doing something. So keep doing it. So apologies for first take listeners right now. <laughs> uh, uh, my whole power went out, but thank you, Peter, for being a trooper and staying with me while my internet rebooted. Of course. And I mean, I, I love what you said about that. And, and I have a almost kind of vision when things go wrong in my life. It's almost like I'm visualizing myself standing on the top of a mountain and then kind of with hands out and yelling, how bad do you want this? Uh, it's, it's kind of just the universe asking you how bad do you want it, this testing. And uh, I, I think it is... Uh, I really like that. I want to kind of go back to Thanksgiving 2019. Uh, we were at your sister's place and we were talking over a beer or a whiskey or something like that. And, and you, you created this um, really cool app called CallCast where you can record podcasts on your phone very easily. Everybody can you know, start 
a podcast, even if you're not tech, tech savvy, which is super cool. And you were talking to me and said, hey, I got to walk the walk, man. And I, I want to do one podcast every day for 2020. And, you know, I, you were asking me what I, what I thought. And I, I, of course, I thought it was a great idea. It just kind of made me nervous because I here I am doing one a week and it's it's been challenging. So I was super stoked for you and, and you know, a very, very, you know, also nervous in a way. But here we are, we're in October, you have done more than 270 episodes. Uh, and you're, you're actually, you know, you're, you're actually walking the walk. So can you just share, like, how has this change your confidence and mindset to actually say that you're going to do something for every single day that is a challenging task you got to find a person you know and after after a month you're probably out of friends and relatives and 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 have them on your show uh, so can you please share that yeah um i appreciate that a few things lined up and a few things happened um in 2019 right i had been building a product um, and talking to people like you, you were like one of my mentors when I'd always be coming and, and I, I watched you creating podcasts. Um, and even backing up a little before that, um, one thing I knew that I was always passionate about and always loved was human connection, right? Storytelling between people, sharing ideas, sharing belief systems. Um, to me, it was the most meaningful thing was deeper connections, right? And I've never been a person that's very comfortable with small talk, uh, small talk, you know, that kind of office, like little, like quip, little quick little quips back and forth, but not really anything deeper or meaningful. It always made me uncomfortable, like saying hi to someone always like every day, but not really knowing that person deeper on a deeper level. And so for me, really podcasts or listening to people's stories or having those opportunities to really meet people and, and get to know them on a deeper level has always been a special kind of thing. And in terms of podcasting, kind of um, just hearing people talk about real stuff, right? So I always loved the space. Um, 2019, I had never recorded my own podcast before, but I was looking at people like you that were having amazing conversations with fascinating people. And also someone like you, where you have, you've come to America and you didn't really know that many people here. But here you were reaching out to all kinds of people, introducing yourself. And I watched your world open up as the more people you would talk to and the more connections you would make, the more invitations you were getting to inviting you to new places and new things and, um, you know, and, and finding really powerful connections that drove more meaning in your life. And I'm thinking of um, like things like Liam that I know has unfolded for you and, and that and that stuff. And I'd hear you talk about these people that really mattered in your life, right? Yeah. Um, and so it was just this really beautiful thing. And, and um, so I always wanted to do podcasting. Um, I was working on products that I didn't love personally. And so that's why when I started working on a tool to make podcasting, essentially a tool to make those conversations between people happen easier um, and just push it out into the world. I really loved the challenge. That being said, I'd never recorded a podcast yet. Yeah. Um, and I was scared to do so, right? It's a scary thing having to ask another person to talk to you. One, it's a scary thing to think, oh my God, I'm going to have to put myself out into the world for other people to judge, yeah. right? Um, so I, I, and then, that being said, so that's the podcast side. And then also the product side, whenever you're creating a product and you kept asking me in 2019, Hey, when are you going to push this call cast out into the world? When are you going to release the app? When are you going to release that? Every time I saw you, you would give me that challenge, right? Like, when are you going to do it? And so for me, the perfect alignment was new year's is coming. I need to get this app out into the world. And then sitting at Thanksgiving, talking to you about, hey, do you think I should record my own podcast and challenge myself to do one every day? So I was doing a few things. One, that day I was really putting it out into the world that I'm ready to release the app and I'm ready to release my own 
podcast. Because if I'm not walking the walk myself, if I'm not putting myself in the most extreme um, use case scenario that one of my users could do, right? Then how would I know what it's really like to empathize with them, to put myself in their shoes? So I wanted to feel what it would feel like to be the most extreme case of something. I want to know my product inside and out, what works, what doesn't work. And then I wanted to know what does it feel like to be a podcaster in the most extreme sense. Every single day, I need to find a new guest. Every single day, I need to ask someone, will you record a podcast with me? Every single day, I need to think about what's the conversation I'm going to have with this person. And so, and then what's it like to edit and publish that? Can it be done? If that's my hypothesis that I'm going to create a podcasting tool that's so easy to connect with someone, record something, edit something and publish it to the app store. Can I do that without it taking up much of my day? And so I really wanted to see if I could execute on that. So that day in Thanksgiving, a lot of it was, and what I've learned through my podcast and my podcast has been centered around fear and talking to people about fear. And I had a lot of fear of releasing a product, recording a podcast. And one of the things I keep hearing from people on my podcast now this year has been, if you have a fear, talk to somebody about it. And that's what I was doing with you that day is I was telling you what my fear was, but then also putting it out into the world with kind of like a solution to face my fear to kind of judge what your reaction would be, right? Somebody that I'm, so I, you talk to somebody that you trust and you respect, and you know that that person has good um, intentions for you, right? And so I could tell that you were like, well, that's a big challenge. Are you sure you're up for it? But I also think it would be good for you. You should do it, right? So kind of like you as a mentor there telling me it's going to be difficult, but I think it's going to be good for you. Kind of was a signal to me, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm going to do this. And when you put something out into the world, then there's people, especially when you put something out into the world, the people you care about and people that you respect, then you're more likely to try and hold yourself accountable to doing that and follow through. So that was the genesis of that. I mean, it, it's really cool. And I, I, I mean, I remember we, we've had so many conversations and, and coffee times and, you know, be talking about, you know, creating and you releasing podcasts. And I was always on you because I'm the guy that I take action sometimes without thinking. And I think you're a little bit more analytical, but there was also something holding you back in a sense. And I think that was fear in a way. And, and when you did this and actually talked about fear in the podcast and, and just from my perspective now, how I've seen you having conversation during conversations during this year, I mean, you evolved so much and it, it's unbelievable to see. And, and I, I see that in myself too, compared to I did when I did my first podcast and now I'm a much better listener. I can ask better questions. I'm much more comfortable in communication. And, and can you just talk about like, how has, how has it felt to do something every day? How that, how has that increased your confidence? It's exciting. Um, and it's, it's rewarding. Um, and when it comes to, you know, you could do something every day that's very individual and that would be rewarding in and of itself. Right. Um, and you could also do something every day that involves another human or another person. And that is extremely rewarding, but also extremely challenging. But, you know, it, it's taught me a lot of different individual lessons, right? In terms of um, staying organized, figuring out how, you know, to become more organized in terms of getting people to sign up to make sure that they're going to show up on time, right? I can show up but what happens if my guest doesn't show up right so all these other things that you need to start figuring out and then yeah just being you know honestly it's been the best part of my day it's it, much of the time before the podcast would happen it's a little stressful because will this person show up um, and when I was doing my early episodes I would say it took me up until past about a hundred podcasts to get comfortable with the idea that I'm going to be talking to somebody new that I don't know. Yeah. 
um, and it would just feel a little weird and awkward. And then all of a sudden, 150 or so podcasts later, then it just becomes, okay, I know how to, I, I think it goes down, and this is true with a lot of things in life. It's, the, it's hard, you, you worry so much about how you're going to start something. Yeah. But then once it starts, it's easy. It's like, oh, wait, I can do this. But so much of the stress is in just starting it, right? And I found that out about my podcast is once I learned the method or technique to just get the conversation going, then everything was, you know, we all know how I think to talk to people once you start talking. But it's just that weird awkwardness of getting it going. But then I kind of developed that routine of just getting more comfortable of all I have to do is just kind of welcome the person and just be very grateful that the person is showing up and willing to talk to me. And once that happened, it, it got so much more comfortable and just yeah. so much more smooth. So there's a few lessons we can unpack in, yeah. you know, when you have a goal and you're talking about, uh, um, you know, being able to do something every day, one of the components that I learned that I wasn't prepared for in, in month one in January was setting up a system to be organized and to make yeah. it really easy. Right. So like things like tools, like I, I know you use, I think Calendly and things like that to schedule. I, I wasn't taking meetings the way I was trying to do these podcasts where I'm inviting so many different people and I only need one person every day to show up. And once that time is blocked out, it's blocked out. And so using tools, finding the right tools to implement, you know, along the way, all of a sudden then makes it so it doesn't overwhelm my day or take up so much time with the scheduling and things like that and following up and making sure the person's going to show up and all that stuff. So there are a lot of little lessons to make your, make it easier, but the tools are out there if you put them in place. Yeah. And can we just talk about, I know a lot of people out there, there's something holding them back, just like for you and for me, when we want to start something, we usually wait for too long and because we think it's going to be so difficult or we take ourselves so seriously and, and think that everybody's going to care and look for our mistakes. Uh, so can you just talk about like, uh, what do you want to say to people that have some type of idea, they want to do something, but there's, there's things holding them back? I, I, I guess what I would say is, I, I believe that those people will, when they learn the lesson, they will learn the same lesson that you and I learned, right? That we do, we're more, most critical of ourselves yeah. and we care about things and we worry about things and we delay things longer than they should be. And I've done that with so much stuff in my life, um, especially those of us that are um, a little more susceptible to criticism and we're trying to protect ourselves inside and we don't want to feel hurt and things in the outer world can feel scary, we tend to delay things longer than we need to. And I'm, I'm guilty of that in the past and I'm sure I'll be guilty of that in the future. But challenging yourself through goals like what I've done with this 365 day challenge, challenging myself with doing things like I did with surfing when when you know uh, you know i credit you and some of the other guys uh from the office for bringing me along being like hey we're going to start surfing and then i started challenging myself to do something new and i think when we challenge ourselves to do something new and we see that we can do it we learn oh wow i actually didn't need to worry about all these things that i was worrying about and so it's like building a muscle where um you start to see that you can start to do things and I'm going to do things a little sooner next time with each one. And you kind of momentum just kind of builds on each other and increases its speed. So the more you put yourself out there, the more you do the things that do things a little sooner and just a little more like I'm going to do it, learn, adapt and keep pushing forward. Right. If I listen back to my early podcasts, they were terrible. I'm sure my podcasts right now are still not great. You know, but I'm, I'm, what am I getting from it? And it's rewarding. It's amazing to meet all these new people. I woke up this morning and the text message from a guy yesterday thanking me. He's like, oh my God, I needed to have that conversation. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about that stuff. 
what an amazing time I had. Right. And just seeing that when I woke up, I was like, oh, wow, like it's special to be able to make those connections. And those are the rewarding things. And the sooner you just start doing it, the sooner you learn. Right. My, my first podcast was always going to be terrible. My second one is always going to be, you know, but what you're doing is just giving yourself the ability to get better as you push forward sooner. And the other side of that is every day we're getting a little older right? Every day life just seems like, I can't even believe we're already having this conversation and the year is like 80 days away from being done, right? And it's just like, time just seems to go by faster and faster every year. The older you get, the more you realize how precious each day really is. I mean, I agree. And I think one thing is that a lot of times we, we want to walk around the world and, and, and show that we have all our shit together and that we know it all and that we're experts in our field or in our business. But the sooner we can you know, adopt the beginner's mindset and say, hey, I'm here to learn and it's okay that I'm not the best right now. I think when, once you adopt that mentality, I think it's going to change everything. I mean, I've met so many athletes and I mean, I remember one athlete, he was, we were training karate and he was looking at a kid doing something and the kid had only trained karate for like a year and he saw that movement. He's like, I'm going to implement that in my game. And we're talking about a world medalist looking at a kid learning. I mean, that that's a beginner's mindset and finding inspiration, but it, it takes a certain amount of saying, hey, it's okay that I'm not the best every single time. Uh, it's, it's okay that I mess up. Uh, it's okay that I don't have all my shit together because let's face it, nobody has all their shit together. And can we just get over that hurdle once and for all? Yeah, it's a powerful thing. Uh, laughter, right? And remembering like why why as humans have we evolved with this things of laughter right and so for me like um i've always thought and so that's why for me surfing was such a special experience that happened you know uh, how many years ago did we 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 go out that first day you know yeah i can't remember how many years ago it was but we you, you know i remember us all going out into the beach and surfing is one of those things that i needed to bring into my life to re to do a few things right and to teach me some lessons that i had forgotten and that's when you do new things if you do it more than for just that activity so for me surfing was more than surfing it was more than the activity of surfing right what i was getting from it was more than just i'm going to get a surfboard and i want to learn to ride a wave it was reconnecting with that beginner's mindset, seeing things from a, that lens that I had lost along the way and challenging all these ideas that I had of myself of having to be perfect, having to be great, having to, you know, spending so much time behind a computer and feeling like oh, I got to work, 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 remembering that what is it like to be a beginner at something? What is it like? And then laughter comes in because I look so stupid trying to learn this thing of surfing. And I remember I just get pummeled and go crushed under the water and all these other people, you're surrounded by surfers that know what they're doing. People on the beach looking out because it's a beautiful, so everyone's facing you. It's like, right? It's like, it's like you're on a stage out there and all these people on the beach, they're not looking the other way, they're looking out <laughs> at the ocean. So they're all staring at you and there you are looking like, a complete doofus just getting pummeled by a wave or whatever and i would go under and i'd come up and i'd start laughing that i just got crushed because the whole thing seems funny and fun right it's just remembering this is i could sit here and be like oh my god i suck and i'm terrible and i'm looking like an idiot out here or i could laugh and be like oh my god i'm in the ocean just being silly and having fun and learning something new and all i would see things through that beginner lens that i needed and it would in my mind, I was connecting what are the lessons I'm learning here in surfing that I can then reapply back into my life, back into my business, back into the things that I need to make me stronger, better, um, 
and just kind of continue with the things that I, that I want to do. Right. So everything was lessons to me and seeing it through fresh eyes was an experience that I needed. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we, we carry so much baggage in our lives and I mean, I want to get a little bit specific here for people listening here so they can actually, you know, do something today and, and kind of get started already. So what what would you say, like, if for people out there that had a shitty year or that had a good year, but they want to finish strong, like, what would you say is something that they should do today uh, in order to get a little bit more clarity on what, what the next step is? Well... So much of it, I think, comes down to finding things that are meaningful to you. Find something with meaning. And that can be a really difficult task if you're just not in touch with what is meaningful to you or what gives you purpose, right? And so much of things, you know, so for me, I've been, I had worked so much on projects that I wasn't passionate about and it was more like oh wow I think this will bring me in money and be successful but it didn't have the same amount of meaning that you know when I found um, the project of callcast and podcasting would do right and so you know what what is it that like and spending some time with that question and really figuring out what is it I care about and what is it that gives me meaning and what is it that it's more than just that, right? Surfing was more than just surfing. It was reconnecting with the world in a different way, right? I started recently, um, and you know this, shooting a bow and arrow um, and going out, but shooting a bow and arrow for me is more than shooting bow and arrow, right? I'm realizing that um, I'm, I'm, I'm having problems, things are stressing me out and I'll take a break and I'll go out and I'll start shooting and I'll start shooting terribly. My, my arrows are missing all over the place because my mind is struggling with those things. And so then it becomes a meditation and a reminder while I'm shooting is a way for me then to start to refocus my mind out of those issues, out of those problems, calming my mind down, focusing just on the arrows again. So shooting bow and arrow for me is more than shooting bow and arrow. It's a meditation to calm my mind. So adopting these practices that I think are more than something and help you make your life stronger. But if you don't know, I mean, at the very basic, right? Um, something that really becomes more meaningful for you that you wanna drive towards, I, that's, I think the first step is finding things that you really care about, that you're passionate about, that you're, that you'd wanna be doing each day. Um, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I would suggest, you know, go out in nature, you know, start listening to and asking yourself questions, you know, just be quiet and, and start asking yourself questions. What do I really like in my life? And I know a lot of people, they have forgot what they like. They have forgot what they're passionate about, but you can at least answer what you don't like in your life. And I mean, that's also a good indicator because if you're in a job or if you're in a relationship or in a place that you don't like at least you know you need to move away from that and that could be the first step and i mean this doesn't have to take five minutes it like change is a process but i do i do feel if we do not do something right now and every day it's never gonna change because that's that's when we see those, you know, bad relationships that's been there for 10 years and people are still together because it's so comfortable. Uh, we see people that have, you know, are in a job they hate, uh, living in a place they don't like, you know, there's, there's so much change that can be made. And I'm not saying you, you should change just for the sake of change. You should change to move towards something that is better but you need to do something every day, something, because it adds up. Look, look at, look at Adam, for example, like here we are in October, 270 podcasts later. And that means he have had, he has practiced 
conversation and sharing human stories with 270 people. So can you just imagine how much he had learned during that process and how much you can learn just by doing something, one, one thing every day. And I mean, also one thing that I, I, I would like to encourage is to try to adopt that beginner's mindset and, and, and try to get over yourself because nobody, like you're, you're the main character in your own movie. And, and this goes back, I remember when I was younger, you're at the, you're at the bar, you're, you see this beautiful girl and you're, you're about to talk to her. And then for me, I, had, I didn't have the confidence to do that all the time. So I stood there for a while and in my mind, things are coming up. Like, what if she 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 rejects me? Everybody's gonna see me and laugh at me, and, and you know things like that. And then I took the courage, went up, and got rejected. And I looked around, and nobody was even noticing. Uh, so for me, it was such a big deal, but it felt so good because I took the shot and I learned how to talk and how to, how to, you know, do things. And the more you do, you'll get and gain that momentum. So don't think that you're the main character in everyone else's lives. Unfortunately, you're not, but you're the main character in your own life and you have the responsibility to, you know, make, make the best. If we are in LA, if we, we can make it a movie analogy, like, you want to make it the best movie that you would love to watch, right? Or the best book that you, somebody uh, that you would like to read. Uh, so just get over yourself. And I know that's so easy to say, but the first step is to just do one thing today, one small little thing. What, what do you, what else is important you think, Adam? It's interesting. Um, when you were talking about the, the podcast and stuff for me and watching you with your podcasts, um, what's really incredible is all the people I've met and what I'm getting from that each time I'm meeting and talking to someone new really is, it feeds back. It's like an energy feedback loop where I get inspired by the people I'm talking to, right? And hearing their stories. And it's a brief conversation, right? So for my podcast, I keep it, aim to keep it short. So it's a 20 minute kind of just power dose of being able to really ask somebody about their life and hear about the struggles they've been through, but then also how they found a way through it and grew from the experience of what they went through. And so over and over again, it's stories from people that I've learned about each day of what they've learned by conquering a fear. And so what it does then for me for the rest of my day, and, and that's the other thing, you know, talking about lessons, right? Yeah. I've learned that I need to schedule my podcast earlier in the day in case the person doesn't show up. I now have more of the day to find my person to show up, take their place, right? So getting that little conversation early in the day and then using that as like fuel that like, wow, like, and so, I mean, humans in terms of how we've evolved with just relationships, and if you're putting yourself in contact and around other people who inspire you each day, you know, so you're asking people to challenge themselves with what they can do today. It could be as simple as just go out and find one person to talk to and ask them about, you know, overcoming a challenge or something in their life, like have conversations that fuel you, that inspire you. And it can be as simple as that. It doesn't need to be hiking a crazy mountain or doing anything wild, but just, you know, back to what you were also mentioned earlier about, you know, a year of Netflix, right? Like, and, and finding things that aren't fitting you, find things that aren't suiting you, that aren't giving you energy and power and strength and um, building on that momentum back to the Murphy's Law thing, right? Like if you're not seeing mistakes happen in your life where you know you're trying to record a, a podcast live and the, the power goes out right if these things aren't happening to you and your worst thing is that you know the power went out and now you can't watch netflix you know those are the things that you can cancel out and say wait a minute these are the things i might that might be taking my energy as opposed to giving me energy 
Yeah, and I love what you said, doing it early in the morning. I mean, there's there's a reason why I scheduled it this at seven thirty a.m. <laughs> Um, and that I already ha- I've already done my workout. I already done my meditation. Already had my co- have my coffee. And I mean, it's eight eighteen. This means whatever happens today, you know, in a way, I've already started in a successful way, right? I ha- I'm having a great conversation. I get to share this with the world. We're gonna be done. It's gonna be eight thirty in the morning. Most people are still waking up, and we've already accomplished something that is going to move the needle forward for my goal to, to help at least 10 million people in, you know, go after their dreams. So I would encourage everybody do the most important things early in the day, because what's going to happen later, you know, I'm super disciplined. Remember I was a world medalist, but a lot of times in the afternoon when I worked all day, I'm tired and I don't want to, I don't want to train or, or my wife wants to go and do something. And here I am in this, you know, what do I do? So I, I have to choose my family, right? But here in the morning, I can do, I can train, and I can create the most important things. And then, you know, the day will take care of itself. But if you wait until 8 a.m., 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., you're going to be exhausted. And the chances of you doing something are slim uh, because sometimes we, we look at people that are accomplishing a lot of things and we think they have infinite amounts of energy. I do believe that some people have more energy, like a bigger battery bar, so to speak, but most people have about the same. It's just how we tend to use it. Do we do, we do the most important task when the battery is full or do we wait until the battery is very low? And... I mean, having important conversations with your wife or your boss when your battery is low means that you're going to have worse results, right? The same goes for working out or working on your business. So find a way to, you know, do those most important things first, and then the rest of the day will, will kind of take care of itself, right? Yeah. Um, and, and in doing, it's, it's all kind of it all plays in, in this kind of holistic way in terms of we're assuming that people are getting a good night's sleep and waking up with a full charged battery. Right. So all these things kind of, it's a full cycle, right? You need to pay attention to each, each piece, right? Like, are you eating the right foods? Are you, you know, setting yourself up for success the night before and getting good sleep or really kind of maybe, you know, you're, you, uh, one thing I love is I'd see you in the office and you'd have this, this kind of um, journal book, and you'd be plotting strategies for success for the next day or the next week or the, you know, and I'd always be like, oh, Peter, what are you working on? And you'd be like, oh, I'm working through this journal to, to plot my, my week or my month, right? And so you set it, you're setting yourself up for success and it doesn't happen that day. You are planning, right? And taking the time to think about so you can go into the day with a full charge battery. No, it's funny that you say that because I'm looking at my book here with Find Your Happy and I have notes from when we did episode 100 of the podcast that, that you actually sponsored. And here are like some of the guests that I wanted to have on. And it's like a note in my notebook. And it, it's kind of fun to go back to, to notes. And it, I mean, almost every one of my guests, speaking of, uh, you know, being successful people, they write down their goals. And we talk pen to paper, the old school way, because there's something magical that happens when you actually do that. And we've talked about that so many times. And if you, but if you're new or if you're not doing it, you say, no, I don't need to do that. Yes, you need to write down your goals with a piece of paper and a pen doesn't matter how clear they are in your mind because something is going to happen i did i did a lecture for a national team a couple of years ago and they were preparing for the world championships and we did an exercise i told everybody write your name and world champion after and you know some of them got so nervous and so upset you know, and I would encourage you to do that right now. Write down your name and the most amazing thing that you look for in your life. If it could be Peter Jumrukovsky, the best dad ever, or it could be, 
you know, Adam Weber uh, selling call cast for $100 million or w- whatever it is that is important to you, or what you look for, and just write that down. It's super scary, but it also, something happens with your mind because we don't want to lie to ourselves, especially when we do something physical. We lie to our moms. Sometimes we lie to our spouses. We lie, lie to our colleagues and friends. And a lot of times we even lie to ourselves, uh, but writing it down, it gets serious. And I think that that's something that I, if there's one, one takeaway from today is that start writing down what you want in life and just, you know, see, see what happens. Yeah. It's, it's really fascinating because as humans, we've created language and language is such a powerful tool. And in our minds, if something only exists in our minds, then it can stay abstract. It can be in there, but where is it? It's just this kind of abstract mishmash and it's more probably like a picture. It's not actually individual words that make a sentence that turns into a communicative, you know, you know it doesn't turn into language. It doesn't turn into um, a statement of purpose, right? It's just a picture in here. But once you take the time to write something down, there it now it's formalized into something that you are communicating out into the world. And so you either have to then say, I truly believe this or I don't. And I think that's what's interesting about your, your thing with those medalists or the people who are striving to be world medalists, right? Once they had to write it down, it's no longer this abstract idea that's floating around in your head. It actually has to become tangible on paper and turn into something that is a real sentence that you would use to communicate with another human being. So it either makes sense and you believe it, or it doesn't make sense and it's, I don't believe in it. And you challenge people to either say what they believe or not. Yeah. And I mean, shit gets real. And if you listen to this and you have some crazy, crazy idea and you don't believe that you can accomplish it, I don't care. Write it down either way and just watch what happens uh, because the mind is going to start working for you in, in, in very cool ways. And we all know this, like when you're in a situation where you need to solve something, when it's like a time crunch uh, and it's important not only to you, but to the people you love, you find a way. Uh, and it's just a matter of that taking that commitment like you did Thanksgiving last year. Hey, I'm going to do one podcast a day. And, and I'm curious to kind of end this show and, 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 and talk about like, during the year, did you ever feel like, because a lot of people make that commitment. It's like the new, new year's resolution, but they don't follow through. So I applaud you for following through, which is kind of, probably 13% or 7% of all human beings, they actually follow true. So can you just tell me why, why you follow true and also how, how, it, how it felt those days when you were kind of like, I guess, cancel on you and how, how did you figure it out? So never in my mind was I not going to complete the challenge. So like that wasn't even, not following through never came into my mind. And I guess if that was a question in my mind that I'm not going to do this, then I probably would have been talking about it very differently than the way I talked about it. You made the decision and there's no, I think that's the key factor. It's not like I'm going to try. There's like, I think Yoda said, there is no try, right? You make a decision and then you find a way. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, I was never not going to do it. Um, that being said, there were some powerful lessons I had to learn the way, learn along the way to not screw up. Right. And so early on, I had, I was, there was too many variables that would allow me to screw up. So one of them we talked about, I was allowing guests when I would send out links for people to sign up for my podcast, the calendar invite went too late into the day. So I learned that early on. And then I would scramble, you know, when somebody would, because it's scary for, you know, but that's the, that's the other thing. I had to stay compassionate 
I never got angry. Whenever a guest would stand me up or whatever, I would never, that person is on their journey. So it wasn't, you know, wasn't about me. I yeah. didn't take it personally. And I had to remind myself the, the person not showing up to do a podcast with you. Don't take this personally. This is their journey and they're not comfortable talking right now, or they got something else in their life. So never take it personally. That was something I, I had that. to learn, learn early on and do it. Like we said earlier in the day. So my hours that I would give somebody a choice of when do you want to record? I shorten those hours. And so that way someone doesn't show up. Okay. I have more time. I don't have to feel, you know, if I, if that person was scheduled for 8 PM tonight and then they don't show up, then I would feel angry and resentment because, because I did it to myself. Yeah. Right. But like, I, sh I, you know, like I was relying on that person in a way that I shouldn't have been relying on that person. Take and so now, yeah. And now, but, but like, also it's like, don't, create things that would allow you you know or give you you know and it would be a distraction but like i feel all this anger in the world because i'm feeling stressed that i have now you know four hours left to book someone record something publish something so yeah. get it done early or you know don't create those situations that would make me resentful of the whole process and then make me probably quit doing it because i'm now feeling right learn and adapt from it to make it better, easier and improve it. So, you know, like staying positive mentally, if somebody doesn't show up, find places and resources where I can now, okay, so you, you mentioned about going through all your friends early. What I learned early on is don't try and use all your friends, use those for the emergency situations. Yeah. When a guest cancels on you, you know, and I, and I called you one day, I was like, Peter, my game, my guest cancels on me. I think I had invited like three or four other people, all of them, you know, one, you know, it was like two or three people all canceling back to back yeah. or not showing up. And so I was like, okay, I'm exhausted now. Yeah. I'm going to rely on like a good friend who I treasure and be like, Hey, yeah. Peter, would you step up today? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that for you. Wow. Those are what the friends are for. They come in the emergency situations to help yeah. you out. Not, uh, I'm going to do pack all my friends early on yeah. and coast on them. Right. So rely on your friends when you need it most, when, you know, yeah. when you are hungry and you need a meal, you call your friend, Hey, I'm really hungry. And I need a meal. Will you help feed me? Right. In yeah. those situations, not, Oh, I'm going to get, do all my friends early on. <laughs> and then this is easy podcasting, right? Oh, it's so easy. Yeah. You don't learn the lessons that way. No, I think you're right. And and one thing that you said earlier in this show, like it was, you said it was not until after a hundred shows that things, you know, were actually starting to, you know, move forward. And uh, when you felt it like more comfortable, more comfortable, you felt more it comfortable. Me, it yeah. took me a hundred plus shows just to get comfortable with that, that beginning, yeah. like that, that scheduling and talking to somebody new in that, for me, that's where my fear was, right? Like, am I gonna be stupid? Are people gonna hate this? Am I, whatever. The, that kind of getting comfortable and just getting, feeling like, okay, I can do this, right? But that's a lot of shows, right? Every day, a hundred times, but it's also not that long if you think about it in the grand scheme of things of, of a year. Yeah, and I mean, the, the lesson with that is I think, do more people that are listening do more i remember when i started competing with karate my father and my sensei said don't even worry about the first 10 competitions just show up because you're going to learn so much and i was like what do you mean don't worry i i like i was so nervous but don't take it so seriously because the, the it's okay to be a beginner uh, but you still have to show up and, and suit up and uh, Last, last question before we I'll let you go here is like, what else do you want to say? I mean, for me, my message is today, if you want to finish 2020 strong, pretty simple, you know, go out, uh, think about what you do like in life. What are you passionate about? Also ask yourself, what do you don't like with your life? Because that's also a good question. Uh, make a decision and a commitment to do one thing every day and stay in the beginner's mindset. Don't, don't, don't take it so seriously. What are your uh, last words of wisdom for today, Adam? Well, I love everything that you just listed there. 
um, I really appreciate the beginner's mindset. I really love giving yourself permission to be a beginner and just to be silly uh, in the surfing world. They call it kooks, kooky. Yeah. Um, I would say I really love in terms of that beginner's mindset, finding something with meaning, but layers of meaning to whatever you're doing, right? Like for me, the layers of meaning, um, again, in surfing was, it was more than surfing. It was lessons that I applied back into my life. What's it like to fall down and get back up? What's it like to feel like you're drowning and, and getting pummeled by waves? What's it like to um, just be quiet in nature again. What's it like to, right? So it's all that discovery and using that discovery, the fresh eyes and lens to look at something and reconnect with the world and see things and get those lessons that I think you look at like a little child or a little baby discovering or those new kids learning how to do karate and they're just discovering things again for the first time and doing that with the lens of a smile and just kind of feeling grateful and honored to be in the moment of doing that um and then for me also it gets hard things can get difficult so finding ways to track yeah. your progress so for me it was really easy to track every day do i have a guest and have i recorded and published and and the more you do it and the more you start to see like wow you know one week turns into a month and now i've done it for three months. Now I've done it for six months. There's strength in that. And so to, to plot and say, okay, I know that there's a goal. I know there's a finish line, right? I'm not just doing this indefinitely. There's a finish line. Also distractions. Um, so many people I talk to are like, oh, you're doing, you're doing a, a podcast each day. Oh, well, how many listeners do you have? How many listeners? Oh, well, Right. So those can become distractions. So knowing what's a distraction and what is your true goal? My true goal was never, I need thousands and thousands of listeners, right? It wasn't about that yet. It might, the next goal might be something like that, yeah. but that wasn't my goal. So knowing not to get distracted, you know, what is your mission yeah. and not get distracted from that mission in other metrics that other people might have. Yeah. or care about, you don't necessarily need to care about that because that wasn't the muscle that I'm learning to build or strengthen, right? It was more about finding meaning and conversation and getting to yeah. talk to a new person and getting the muscle strengthened around just reaching out to new people, connecting with new people, yeah. right? And things like that. Um, laugh, have fun, enjoy the process, right? Because what good is it if we're going to be unhappy and, and angry about it? So I love that. Um... Adam, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to check out CallCast, we're going to share the link. It's callcast.co, right? Uh, you can find it on the App Store. I mean, it's a great tool if you're curious and want to start a podcast. Uh, we're grateful that you're still here. And uh, please share this with somebody that needs to hear this message. Check us out at ilovesuccess.co. I'm even going to give you a couple of free chapters of my book, the goal books. You can, you know, kind of start your plan with your, with your goals. And I mean, if you can't afford it to buy it, just email me info at ilsuccess.com. I'll send one to you. I want you to, you know, be able to go after your goals and I don't want 20 bucks, you know, stopping you from doing that. Uh, don't look for excuses, look for opportunities. Uh, with that being said, uh, we love you and see you guys soon.